Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Sam Schmitz. Other side of the glass. Executive producer today. Rami Makhlouf, he is off today. I think, tell me if I'm wrong, Sam. I think he said he was going to spend the weekend in Chicago or something like that, wasn't he? I think he said that because I know yesterday he was on 670 to score, but he said today... Friday especially, that he was going to spend most of his time watching the NCAA tournament. No chance. I don't believe it. No, that. he said that uh, he usually, I guess he usually takes like one day of the year and uh, watches like one of the first couple days of the tournament. I know, it's shocking considering Robbie Makhlouf never really cares about college I've, sports. I've worked with that guy Him and outside Bart- of the couple of years when he was at Minnesota since 2005. I don't ever remember him ever, 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 ever ever telling me he was taking a day to watch college basketball. Him and Bart were talking about it on Thursday. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. Maybe he's out at the bars in Bayview drinking or down in Chicago with his his boys drinking down in Chicago. That could be. Who knows? Either way, I'm glad he has a day off, extended weekend for Romney, well-deserved. And we got to continue to talk about what's going on here with this uh, Devontae Adams trade. So Tim Allen is coming up uh, at 3 o'clock, 3 to 6, and he'll continue the conversation going uh, about Devontae Adams and the trade to the Raiders. Also, uh, Sam Schmitz, you also have some baseball guests lined up as well, right? Yeah, I mean, go figure. The one day, so Brewers Spring Training officially starts today. They'll be playing the L.A. Dodgers pretty much as soon as we start the show. So we figured, since Tim didn't really get a chance to do hot stove this year with the lockout, we were going to do a hot stove show. And Makes kind of sense celebrate. on a Friday going into the weekend. Right, but then yeah. Devontae Adams happened. So we'll still be talking baseball. <laughs> we'll give you updates throughout the show about what's going on in the game. And so we'll who talk do you to, got? You got Bruce Levine in the last hour, right? We'll talk to Bruce Levine I of 670 to score at 5 o'clock, get his uh, thoughts really on all of the free agent signings as well as the end of the lockout. We have Vinny Rotino, actually, former Brewer broadcaster for Valley Sports Wisconsin, host of the Lockdown Brewers podcast. He'll join us at 3.30 to get his thoughts on the season for the Brewers. Andrew McCutcheon, 3.45. Got to get Ryan Horvath's thoughts on this Devontae Adams trade. So we'll talk to him, host of Bet MGM, Bet MGM tonight. And then also uh, Peter Bukowski, host of the Locked On Packers podcast, will join us at 4.15 as well to also talk about the Adams trade. So it's going to be a really good show coming up, uh, 3 to 6. And I want to continue to talk about Devontae Adams here, but also we should bring up uh, Badgers tonight, 
Colgate 850 tip for that one. Uh, so you definitely want to still pay attention to your brackets, still pay attention to the tournament and all tournament coverage. It's brought to you by Discount Liquor for the best selection in everyday low prices. Visit their two locations on Oklahoma Avenue and then, of course, on Main and Barstow in downtown uh, Waukesha. So I know everybody is still looking at the brackets. I'm sure most of your brackets are tore up. St. Peter's probably ruined it uh, for quite a few people uh, upsetting uh, Kentucky. Uh, and Toby Altizer, I saw, he's at Pfizer Forum right now, right? He's watching these uh, set of games. Virginia Tech uh, was why he was going. So if you see Toby Altizer, tell him we all said hi. This is what I want to talk about with Devontae Adams. We did four hours of reaction from 10 until 2. We took calls. Uh, Leroy and I did for the first couple hours, and Leroy Levin was just uh, me and Adam and Sam uh, the rest of the way. And that was really good. But now I want to do a topic for this hour of Sparky's Midday Madness. And it's a topic that we do on Sports Talk Radio and I do in my life on general things. When something goes wrong, I'm the person that says, well, who's to blame? Why did it go wrong? Could we have avoided it from going wrong? How do we avoid it from happening again? Right? You start asking all those questions. So... I have a simple question. Who do you blame for all this? Who do you blame for Adams now being on the Raiders at the end of the day? Who do you blame for this whole thing becoming a complete mess and them essentially, I'm not saying being forced to trade Adams, kind of feels that way, like they were kind of forced to trade Adams because he didn't want to be here anymore. Uh, chose the, the Raiders uh, instead of the Green Bay Packers. Who do you blame for this? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. Uh, the fan. I'll start. So, outside looking in, I think the initial response is, well, the front office. It has to be the front office. How could it not be the front office? They're the ones that had the relationship breakdown with Devontae Adams. They're the ones that didn't give Devontae Adams all the money at the end of the day. They're the ones that screwed up the relationship. Nobody else is to blame other than Goody and Murphy and Ball, which is funny considering yesterday on the big show, we literally had a conversation about do they get credit for keeping this team mostly together and not having to gut it. Literally was the question we talked about yesterday. 24 hours later, now we're having the conversation of, are you blaming the front office for this whole thing? So, first off, if we go back a little bit, if this Aaron Rodgers mess doesn't occur, and they have to lop off a year off his contract, they give him a no-trade clause, they sign Randall Cobb, they do all this stuff going on, If that doesn't happen and he's just playing out his contract and all is fine in the world, Adams has his deal and it's done. Because Rodgers was on a really, really team-friendly contract. Really team-friendly contract. It was in a perfect situation to then go out and kind of put these other guys around him knowing you had the certainty of his contract. It was a beautiful situation. Rodgers wanted the extension and wanted more money after they went to that conference championship game and he lost. That's what Rodgers wanted. Packers weren't ready to give him an extension. And that was 
a year after they drafted Jordan Love. And because they didn't give him a contract extension or offer him a contract extension, then all the drama followed after that. So we get through the draft. That was a complete sideshow. You get through the summer. That was a continuing talking point all summer because every other day, seemingly, something else leaked and something else ended up on social media, whatever the case may be, and it continued to go. And we continue to talk about it. Then he plays the season. And they lose to San Francisco in the divisional round. They don't even get to the conference championship game. They lost to San Francisco in the divisional round to Jimmy G at Lambeau. Ugh. So, that ends. Then, Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, Hey, man, I'm going to make a decision relatively quick here. I'm not going to be holding this team hostage or nothing like that. Like, I get you my answer. I know Devontae's got the franchise tag thing coming up. Want to make sure, you know, we get him taken care of. We're going to get this done. Okay. Then comes talk that they're working on a contract extension for Aaron Rodgers. And at the time that they're working on a contract extension for Aaron Rodgers, there is no conversation, none, being reported between the Packers and Devontae Adams camp. Nothing. In fact, there was no conversation between Rodgers and Devontae Adams' camp, according to reporters, that's all I have to go off of, until after the Rodgers deal was put in place. Then they started talking about contract extension or getting a new contract and putting him in a position uh, to be the highest paid receiver in, in the NFL or whatever the case was. The problem is, is that when Adams wanted to get this deal done before last year, they couldn't because they wanted to keep Aaron Rodgers and they didn't know how this whole thing was going to play out or if Rodgers was going to want to be traded after the season because of everything that got negotiated between Rodgers and Adams during the course of this whole thing. So they were put in a wait-and-see kind of cue, I guess you could say, as far as not knowing what Rodgers is going to do. So the Packers sat in queue, waiting to see what was going to happen in front of them. Then, once Rodgers finally decided what he was going to do, then they could move on with everybody else. Now, was Adams mad that he had to wait for Rodgers? Could be. Should the Packers have taken care of Rodgers regardless, not Rodgers, of Adams, Regardless of what was going on with Rodgers, is that where the front office screwed this up? Should they have said, you know what? Don't care. Even if Rodgers is gone, doesn't matter. Devontae Adams can be the one for Jordan Love, makes his life easier. Let's just give him the money that he's deserved and let's move on. And whatever happens with Aaron happens with Aaron. But gosh darn it, we're taking care of Devontae Adams and we're not losing him. Should that have been what the Packers have done? Because if you believe that's what the Packers should have done, then this is clearly 1,000% on the front office. I think that there were a couple things in play here. One, I don't think Devontae Adams had any intention of playing with Jordan Love at all. None, zero, zilch. He wanted to be with a veteran quarterback where he could continue to get his numbers. Now, I thought, wrongly, that he was not leaving Aaron Rodgers' side. That once Rodgers was signed, okay, fine. At the end of the day, he'll give in and he'll play with 12 and continue going forward with his numbers. 
But apparently, that was not the case. He was so bent about how he was treated by the Packers' front office, and I still think, in large part, because Rodgers is really only guaranteed two years, uh, and you hope he plays a third, and after that, he's probably done, that Adams didn't want to be in a situation where he was stuck having to play with another quarterback that wasn't a guy. That was a proven NFL quarterback. And there was no guarantee who he was going to get stuck playing with after Rodgers was done. Plus, there's a big cap number coming after Rodgers is done, which means, more than likely, the team is going to go down for a year or two until they kind of rebuild themselves back up again. Probably didn't want to go through that either. Derek Carr, guy he played with at Fresno State, had a tremendous amount of success with. It's out there in Las Vegas. Devontae buys some property out there in Vegas. And at the time, when people started talking about that, I remember going, now oh, who cares? Rodgers bought property in Tennessee. Doesn't mean he's playing with the Titans. Like, just slow down. He's not leaving Rodgers. I was wrong about that too. But part of this deal, according to reports, is he was not going to take this deal and go play with the Raiders unless they told him, and again, you have to trust the Raiders, that's up to Dante, that they were going to extend Derek Carr. Because there was talk after the season, Derek Carr may not be the quarterback of the Raiders. They may trade Derek Carr. There was no locked-in certainty about Derek Carr and the Raiders. With this move now, Adams pretty much dictated, you want me, you got to take care of my guy because I don't want to play with anybody else in Las Vegas. So Carr's going to get a new deal out of this too, and he's going to get paid. But now there's no uncertainty at quarterback moving forward. He knows he has Derek Carr. Rodgers, year to year, got no idea. None. So, I think I laid it out relatively clearly as far as how this whole thing has played out. Now I want to ask you, who do you blame? For Devontae Adams not being here anymore and on his way to becoming a Las Vegas Raider. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan will take your calls next on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals, coming to you live from the Lakeland University studios, offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. That's Lakeland. .edu slash get started. Who do you blame for Aaron Rodgers no longer being a member of the Green Bay Packers? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. Mike in Walk. you're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. Mike, who do you blame? It was uh, Adams. He already had bought a house like a month ago in Vegas. So he knew this whole deal was going down. He was going, you know, he got the deal he was going so Adams is the one that you blame for him leaving. So you think that he wanted he didn't want to play in Green Bay over a year or two ago. He knew he was out. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks for the call. So Mike says Devontae Adams is to blame for this whole thing. I don't know, man. I struggle with that. I, I struggle blaming the player that was just trying to get his necessarily at the end of the day. You know, the other thing about this uh, that is interesting is Aaron Rodgers got his, right? He got his. And I was listening this morning to Ryan Horvath, bet MGM tonight, uh, and he was on the Bart Winkler show with Toby Altizer uh, filling in for Bart. Uh, And he was talking about the fact of, you know, I wonder if people are going to call in uh, and say that 
Devontae Adams is selfish. And the Devontae Adams, you know, is doing the same thing Rodgers did, taking as much money as he could. And I, I wonder if people will call Devontae selfish. Well, we've been on the air for four hours and 15 minutes. I haven't heard a single person call into any of the shows to this point and call Devontae Adams selfish. Not one person. Now, what is the difference between Adams and Rodgers? I think, you could tell me if I'm wrong, Rodgers has hit it a couple of times with big mega deals. This here is really the big mega deal for Devontae Adams at this point. This was it. After this, there is no more. And you can say the same thing about Rodgers. This is probably his last deal uh, as well at the end of the day. There is precedent. Again, one guy, not two guys, two guys of quarterbacks of taking less money. Roethlisberger last year in Pittsburgh. Brady has been doing it forever in New England. Is there precedent for a wide receiver to take less money to help his team get other guys. I don't I don't know of one. I don't know of a receiver uh, at any point that said, you know what? I'm going to take less so my running back can get more money. I'm going to take less so my tight end can get more money. I'm going to take less so my quarterback can get more money. I don't recall a wide receiver ever doing that. So, while I understand those people that love Aaron Rodgers are saying, if you called him selfish, you should call Devontae selfish. I get it. I mean, it's a fair point. I don't don't think there's anything wrong with a statement being made. But I do think they are kind of different uh, for a multitude of reasons, a couple of which I just gave you. Who do you blame for Aaron, for Devontae Adams not being a member of the Green Bay Packers? My answer is simple. If you want to get to the crux of why this whole thing went sideways, it's the pick of Jordan Love. That's it. Plain and simple. This whole thing unraveled when Brian Gutenkunst and LaFleur decided that they were going to draft a quarterback. And it didn't matter if it was Jordan Love or somebody else. It didn't matter. Just the fact that it was a quarterback. Once that quarterback was drafted... Then, the ball started rolling downhill on him. Because now, you had Aaron Rodgers. Who, to this day, is mad and upset that he fell in the draft. And does not let things go and holds grudges forever. That's been the way this dude has been forever. Now, maybe he's starting to change. He has pretty much hinted at the fact that he is. So, maybe that's different. But... After that quarterback was taken in that draft, the relationship between Rodgers and the front office became strained and became a problem. And once that happened, and then Rodgers followed it up with an MVP season to kind of, as he put it, kind of screw up their plans a little bit. They can't get to Jordan Love as soon as they wanted. And then didn't get the money that he thought he was going to get or the admission from the Packers front office that, yeah, you're our guy. Sorry, we apologize. You weren't done like maybe we thought you were. He didn't get that. Then all the drama of last year happened. And because all the drama of last year happened is why Devontae Adams got put on the back burner and they weren't willing to give him all that money. 
And maybe the reason why he didn't want to sign the contract that was offered was because he didn't know what Rodgers was going to do. None of this would have been an uncertainty with Rodgers had they never drafted Jordan Love. Never at any point would this have been an issue had they simply not drafted Jordan Love. That is where this all went wrong. So if you're looking, in my opinion, if you disagree, you can call it 414-799-1250. This is on Gutekunst. Not for not getting the contract done during the season last year. Not for not giving him an extension last summer. Because I can support and defend that all day long. Because you had a quarterback that you had to fix that relationship and get right because he was back to playing at an MVP level and you would be a complete idiot to move on from at that point. So now you had to save face, do whatever he wanted, get back in his good graces, and give yourself the best chance at a Super Bowl by keeping Aaron Rodgers, which meant everybody else gets pushed to the back burner and with all due respect to everybody else, too bad. He's more important than you. Because he's the quarterback. That's how it goes in the NFL. So if Devontae Adams' feelings were hurt about that, well, too bad, so sad. Then I guess we end up having to trade Devontae Adams. But it never gets to that point had they not drafted Jordan Love. Who now is never going to probably start a full season for the Green Bay Packers ever. Now is probably going to get traded, whether it be during this draft, whether it be during the offseason, whether it be during next year's offseason or next year's draft, he's not going to be a member of the Green Bay Packers. It's not happening. While I will defend that it wasn't a bad pick because it motivated Rodgers to play at a level he was not playing at prior to that pick. It did motivate him. You can say whatever you want. You can argue with me till you're blue in the face. You're not going to convince me I'm wrong. Just go back and listen to his statements at the end of that season after they drafted Love, talking about how he messed up their plans. He knew what he was doing, and he knew the only way to mess up their plans and to shove it in their face was to play at the highest level possible. And he did. And then he did it again last year after he got his contract redone. And again, put him Again, on the hot seat by making him twist and turn and wiggle until he got what he wanted at the expense of Devontae Adams. So do I blame Rodgers? No. Because Rodgers wouldn't have been put in this situation had it not been for that pick. So for me, I blame Brian Gutenkunst for this whole thing. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. The Fan Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Dan, downtown, you're next on the Madness. What's going on, Dan? Yeah, Sparky, I disagree with you. It's good. The draft of love was a great draft, and you gotta, you can't forget the mindset of what was going on back then. They just completed LaFleur's first season, and that was the third season in a row that Rodgers was underperforming. Yep. He looked he looked poor, and um, Gutekunst was exactly right to draft Love, and he got two MVP seasons out of that draft. So uh, I blame Devontae for all this. I don't blame Goody at all. I think he did exactly what he needed to do. Right. Uh, and, and see, that's the thing uh, for me uh, in this whole thing. Uh, thanks for the call, uh, is when we start talking about blame, 
that we start talking about Devontae Adams. And that, that's two now that have blamed Devontae Adams. Nobody's blamed Goody other than me. Nobody's blamed Rodgers. Nobody's blamed Murphy. Nobody's blamed Russ Ball. Two calls, two Devontae Adams blames. I struggle with blaming Devontae Adams for wanting certainty at the position that matters to him most. It would, I don't know this is a fair analogy. Maybe it's a horrible one. I'm not the best at making analogies. But it would be like in basketball, you're a big guy. You're Shaq, let's say, right? You're reliant on the guard getting you the ball. And if you have a ball-dominant guard, Kobe, who wants to take all the shots, not give you the basketball in situations, not make sure you don't get the shots that you want, that relationship is going to become frayed. See, Kobe and Shaq early on. That's why that relationship was frayed, because Shaq relied on those guys to get him the ball. And when Kobe became ball hawk Kobe, ball hog Kobe, took all those shots and didn't get the ball to Shaq, Shaq got mad and wasn't getting his shots. With a wide receiver, you are completely reliant on the quarterback position. And you need consistency from that position for you to be the best you that you can be. To build that relationship, to build that chemistry. How can you be mad at Devontae Adams for saying, and he hasn't said this, but how can you be mad at Devontae Adams for wanting certainty at quarterback for the next five years? Which he now gets from the Raiders and Derek Carr because they're going to give him an extension in order to get this deal done to get him there. He did not have that certainty for the next five years with the Green Bay Packers at the quarterback position. Sam in West Bend, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Sam? Well, I'll tell you, see, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I think this whole thing is, this is what Devontae wanted. I, I really believe that. The more I read about it, that, you know, so, I don't know if it, placing blame one way or the other, I think it's what he wanted. He, I, I agree with what you're saying. A receiver is only as good as the guy throwing him the ball, if he's throwing him the ball and how often he's throwing it the ball and where he's putting the ball uh, to him. And Devontae's been blessed that he's played with maybe the best quarterback that's ever uh, that's ever played. Don't forget the first few years with Devontae. I was ready to cut the cord with him. So was I. I, I mean, the guy, I, I couldn't believe when they brought him back. I said, why do you want a, court, uh, a receiver that just keeps dropping balls? Yep. But Aaron Rodgers believed, him, believed in him. The Green Bay Packers believed in him. And he became the best receiver in, in football. So, I mean, it worked out for him. Now he wants to get back there and play with his guy from, from college. I mean, if I got to say who who did it, it's Devontae. Did Devontae got what he wanted? And and for people who say that, I don't know. I don't know, Steve. If I buy into the love pick, made Rodgers play better. I, I don't. I he don't wasn't. That. He was not that guy two years prior to that pick, man. And then that yeah. first year, they were trying to figure each other out. Lafleur and him getting that offense right, and then he himself pointed out that hey, man, screwed up their plans, putting up the year I put up. That lit a fire. Hey, have you heard this whole thing about, I think it was LeBron James last week, two weeks ago, says that he kind of picks out somebody in the crowd uh, that's running their mouth about him or holding up a sign against him and uses that as fire for that game to motivate him to go play. Yeah, they, I read that. Yeah, these I guys, that. man, I'm telling you, they look for that stuff. They look for a reason to have that chip on their shoulder, a reason to kind of focus even more. And Jordan Love and that pick – was that for him similar to Brett Favre? I mean, look at Brett yeah. Favre. He he had him sitting there and had a new coach 
and they go all the way to the NFC Championship game. Now, oh yeah, and, and he looked frigid. He looked that frigid. Was a fabulous year, right? Yeah. It was the best year of his career. Yeah, and he well, was frigid cold and showed his age in that game. But up until that point, that was the best year he had. Yeah, no, he had a fab. Now, well, if that's the case, then maybe like that last caller said, that wasn't a bad pick. Right. <laughs> as much as we want to say, love was a bad pick. Yep. Sam, yeah. thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good weekend. I mean, that's that's. I mean. Listen, we have Leroy Butler on all the time. Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. And Leroy always says the same thing to me whenever we talk about this. Man, I, you shouldn't need anything to motivate you like that. You go out there, you play your best, you do whatever. I don't need motivation. And I say, Leroy, you're different. <laughs> you're different than a lot of these other dudes that are playing. Michael Jordan did a whole speech railing on everybody that doubted him invited him to the Hall of Fame speech to embarrass him. The dude never moved on from what happened in high school, still holding on for dear life. And I'm supposed to believe that Aaron Rodgers wasn't motivated by them taking his replacement? Of course he was. Of course he was. Let's go to Damani in Tosa. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's going on, Damani? Hey, how's it going? All right, who do you blame that Adams is no longer a Packer? I'm blaming Aaron Rodgers 100%. He got tired of playing the games with Aaron Rodgers, man. Ain't he taking all the money? He's taking all the money, but so is so is Devontae Adams. They're both taking all the money. Hey, but everybody else takes him from the deals. Why can't Aaron Rodgers? Why does he have to be the highest paid? Why? This is Devontae Adams' first big check. He knows that. Why can't he get the bag and, uh, and uh, he step back? But no, nah, he got to be Aaron Rodgers, take all the money, then, then have a blame deflector when he messes up and scores 10 points. So let me ask you a question, Devontae. So when this deal is done for Devontae, he's going to be like 34, 35 years old. If he's still playing at a high level and has a chance to get another big check, you're going to expect him to take less money to help out his team. Uh, yeah, I guess It doesn't happen. Will. There's no wide receiver that you can come up with that's playing at an all-pro level that's taking less money because he already got paid once. Who is that guy? I've never uh, heard Evans. of one. Mike Evans restructured his deal. No, 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 no. Restructure uh, just means you're moving the money around. does not mean you're taking a pay cut. Randall Cobb just took a pay cut. A.J. Hawk, he took a pay cut. We're talking about an all-pro receiver. You're asking him to take less money, not restructure. That just means you're moving money around and getting money deferred or moving money to the back end or getting a sinus money turned into a sinus bonus, signing bonus. That doesn't mean you're taking less, less than what your value is. So you tell me Devontae, Mike, uh, Michael Thomas, and none of these guys restructure or, or take less money on their deals. After their first big paycheck. No. I totally doubt that. These guys all take as much as they can get, man. All positions do. Offensive line, running backs, defensive line, cornerbacks. No, the no, only no, position. No, no. Because Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones took less money. Well, we don't know that. We never got to the market. We don't know that. I agree with you. I think he could have got more on the open market. His agent is Drew Rosenhaus. I have a hard time believing that Drew Rosenhaus agreed with Aaron Jones and said, you know what? Let's not go hit it big on the market. Let's just take what Green Bay offers. I think Rosenhaus had his feelers out, didn't think he could do better, and they took the deal. That's what I think. I don't have proof of that. I don't know. I agree with you. I think he was worth more than he signed for there, Damani. I'm with you. Thanks for the call. I, I don't know how much he would have got in the open market. I don't know. I just know I just know Drew Rosenhaus is one of the best agents out there, and that dude 
kind of like Scott Boris in baseball, is going to get his dude as much money as possible. That, that's what the history says, at least, with Drew Rosenhaus. But again, he never got to free agency to kind of really see what that was. Never really did. And to the Packers' point, they matched the money for Devontae Adams. Now, again, clearly it was too late. It was at the end when they matched it, but they did match it. They did give it a go. All right, who do you blame for this whole fiasco that led to Devontae Adams being traded? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, nobody blaming Brian Gutekunst except me as of right now. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals here on 1250 AM. The fan, the tournament starts this week, is actually underway. And the place to watch all the games while enjoying your own indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. Indoor bocce ball, pool tables, darts, shuffleboard, table tennis, foosball, everything. Then, while you're playing all those games and watching the games on TV, enjoy some great food. Loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. Check them out. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com Asking you, who do you blame for Devontae Adams no longer being a member uh, of the Green Bay Packers. Don't forget Wisconsin and Colgate tonight, 8.50 tip time in that one tonight at Fiserv Forum. And tournament time is here. And Odyssey has you covered. Listen to live play-by-play for every game, plus access daily team podcasts, betting tips, and more. Visit odyssey.com slash tourney or the odyssey.com Odyssey app today. Let's go to Mike the Painter. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Mike? Who do you blame? Good, good afternoon, Sparky. This morning when I called in the Barstool, I said it was Gutekunst that dropped the ball. And inevitably it was because he should have had this deal taken care of two years ago. And we wouldn't have been in this situation. He should have had Devontae signed. But ultimately... Devontae still could have came back and played, like I said before, at least had a better chance at you know going, going to the Super Bowl and and still playing with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. But you, you, I did ultimately say it was Gutekunst that dropped the ball. So you're saying it's Gutekunst then? Yep. All right, Mike, thanks for the call. First one to agree with me on Brian Gutekunst being the reason of why Devontae Adams is no longer a Packer. I believe Love pick motivated Rodgers to get him back to playing where he's at. No question. That's why I don't think it was necessarily a horrible pick. But now, when you look at it, looking at the fact that now you lost Devontae Adams in all of this, that 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 pick has everything to do with it. Because it set the ball in motion for everything that followed with Rodgers. And because everything that followed with Rodgers is what had to put Devontae Adams on the back burner until they could figure out what the situation with Rodgers was going to be going forward. So Adams got screwed in this whole deal because of it. Not to mention the fact he did, probably didn't want to play here if Rodgers wasn't going to be here. So that also complicated things because he didn't want to play with Jordan Love. Now, he's never said that. But when you find out that part of the deal of going to Vegas was getting an uh, extension for Derek Carr so those two could be together for five years, uh, again, you're not going to be a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on.
Matt in Greenfield, you are next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Matt, who do you blame for Devontae Adams no longer being a Packer? I'm with you. I blame Gutenkoos. I think, uh, you know, I'm an impartial observer. I'm not a, not a Packers fan. I'm a Broncos fan, so I'm not originally from here. And I just think that he has a uh, flawed view of what motivated, what motivated his two best players. You know, I think they're both motivated by money, but I definitely think that uh, Rodgers' motivation of money comes from status, whereas Devontae felt that, hey, if I'm the best, I deserve to be paid the best, so I should earn the most. And I think that these recent wide receiver contracts, like you, you look, you saw the DeAndre Hopkins extension, all these other things, whatever you want to say about it. But overall, I think that Gutenkunst had to know that what Devontae wanted and that it was going to be otherworldly high to sign him for, you know, three, four, five years. Uh, and he, you know, decided to stick with Rodgers, and that's, that's just how it went down. You know, and that's the thing to me. When when we sit here and we talk about Brian Gutekunst and the job he's done, wouldn't you say he's done a fairly good job overall outside of this whole Rodgers situation? His drafts have been pretty good. Free agency, he hit on Zadarius, he hit on Preston, he hit on Amos, he hit on Billy Turner. Uh, he hit on in, in-season moves for the most part and did everything he could last year for this team. I'd say overall he's done really well. This Rodgers-Jordan Love thing has been the one big blunder. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you, and it's probably the most important blunder, and that's you know going to be a big big stain on him. I guess he brought back Rodgers. That's what the, the fans want, but they're not going to be happy seeing uh, you know Devontae Adams as a Raider. You know, as a, as a Broncos fan, it's just insane what's going on with everyone coming over to the to the AFC West. And I just you know I don't think it was a good move for the Raiders either. You know, are they going to? Is, is Carr the guy they want for five more years? Well, that's who Devo- that's that's who Devonte Adams wants, uh, and he's running the show. Thanks for the call, yeah. appreciate it. Uh, Tim Allen is screaming in my ear right now. <laughs> hold on, oh, hold on. I'm applauding you. <laughs> Tim Allen joins us now and, re- and, and responds to to Matt uh, there on the line. The, d- the dude threw for almost five thousand yards. Did Derek Carr without Devonte Adams? That was without. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I he, I've he's been. He's going to flourish. He's going to flourish there. Uh, maybe not be as good, but he's got some wiggle room he's there. He's going but. to be a Pro Bowler. He's going to be, I think, still oh, in the All Pro talk at the end of the day. Those two guys. I don't know if you've heard this or not. Let me see if I. I may have closed it out. Have you heard what their numbers were together uh, at Fresno State? They, him, were, they were big time. Him, him and Devonte Adams. I mean. It's stupid. Stupid numbers. I, I've they, watched they a lot like of college six, football. 16-game numbers, but so, they, they were only in like 12 or 13 Right, 13 games. games. Yeah. He redshirted his freshman year. So redshirt freshman year, 102 catches, 1,300 yards, and 14 touchdowns. His redshirt sophomore year before he came out, 13 games, 131 catches and 24 touchdowns in a college football season. But, and I'm supposed to believe him and Derek Carr won't work? Get out of here. Well, no, I, I, I did get a little affected last night watching NFL Network with our friend James Jones. You know, just just drip over how the chemistry is going to be so good, and you know they, they remember they can finish yep. each other's sentences yep. and all this. They haven't played together. <laughs> when was the last time these two played together? I don't know if I'd go that far. College, no, no yeah. doubt. But the other thing that gets brought up, which 
is annoying to me is, well, Devontae and Rodgers didn't hang, hang together off the field. They weren't all that close. They were great on the field, and they were great in the locker room, whatever, but off the field, they really didn't hang out with each other. Where Derek Carr and him will hang out together, like Cobb and Rodgers or Jordy and Rodgers and so forth, and that'll be a difference maker. Maybe. Just a, it's just a, a, a really bad move short-term that may turn out to be a good move, really good move long-term. I guess that's the way I should put it. Uh, we will talk to more Tim Allen. He's got uh, a lot coming up on filling in for Rami coming up next. Got- yeah, Stevie, it happens to me for all, the, the lifetime that I've been working here, 17 years. Every <laughs> Normally time it was I Brett. plan a baseball show <laughs> and it's finally time to talk Brewers and they, and they throw the first pitch today in just a few minutes. Yep. Every single time there is something going on with Big Dog. I, I, there's something going on with Jennings. I there's remember. something going on with... Uh, Brett Favre, yep. or there's something going on. Now it's Devontae Adams, but we'll talk Adams for sure, and we'll mix in some baseball. I, I remember doing spring training shows, and something Sheesh. would happen with the Packers, and it would be like, why? Why? We're only out here for a week. Why does it have to happen now? Oh, you did get so flustered. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. All right, we'll take a quick time. I'll come back. We'll talk more with Tim Allen, find out what's coming up on his show at 3 o'clock. That's next. Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. Monday morning at 10, Ryan Wood will be on with us at 11.06. Uh, Gary Ellerson working and maybe getting Lincoln Kennedy on the show. Looking forward to that. Tim Allen is with us. We have a Deshaun Watson decision on where he will be playing football because, Tim, you don't have enough to talk about. So I'll tell you where Deshaun Watson is going to. But first, you're looking for a new career, which I to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company, a company that's been in business for over 30 years? Of course. Why not? Why not be a dispatcher over at Young Express? No experience necessary. They're going to train you. Able to multitask in a fast-paced environment is required. Good communication skills. Computer literate. Shouldn't we all be? An overall friendly disposition for dealing with a variety of customers and drivers. My translation to that, not theirs, is don't be a jerk. At Young Express, you can get competitive hourly wage, paid holidays, vacation time, personal days, 401k with company match and a health plan. Apply today at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. Tim Allen, mm-hmm. where do you think Deshaun Watson has decided to go? Uh, Saints or Panthers? No and no. No. Pick again. Um, Jets or Giants? No and no. Pick again. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else we got? You're um, missing. Uh, not. Not the Bears. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. The Cleveland Browns. So they did work that out. I thought that was a no-go. I was just reading the this The reports from Ian Rappaport and everybody involved was that Cleveland and Carolina both were told they were out yeah. and that it was between Atlanta and New Orleans. Those were the two teams. Then Josina Anderson reported last night that everybody in the city of Atlanta was calling Deshaun Watson to stay home. Rappers and NBA players and everybody and their mama trying to convince him to come to Atlanta. And now comes word that uh, he is headed to the Cleveland Browns. They are still working on compensation, it sounds wow. like, with Cleveland. Uh, so, yeah, headed to the Browns, which means now that Baker Mayfield will certainly be traded and get his way. Uh, and we'll see where Baker Mayfield uh, winds up. But he's still, I mean, you know, since uh, the NFL did suspend other guys without he could be know, suspended criminal. So. Yes. He sh- well, again, not to rush to judgment. My guess is he will be. Yes. Because look at Big Ben. I Agreed. Mean, years ago with Big Ben, there was no criminal charges, you know, and there was no no court case or anything like that. But it was just the conduct thing. So that that definitely plays a part here. And you got to deal with 
I suspect probably a six or eight game suspension through all this. Maybe t- maybe ten. Well, the other thing, multiples. Right. Here. The other thing in all of this is going to be is that he's going to get a new deal. I would assume. Uh, I, I I would assume he gets uh, a new deal out of this and a new contract and even more money. And he just got a new contract a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, but he is not yeah. going uh, to the teams uh, that everybody thought he was going to. So, interesting. Uh, our guy, Sam Schmitz, raising his hand. Yes, Sam Schmitz. We actually do have contract details oh. for Watson already. Ian Rappaport tweeted that Sean Watson gets a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract. <laughs> that is $80 million more than the previous record for fully guaranteed oh, money than the signing yeah. of 150 okay. mil. $230 million no. No. guaranteed Not money? Woo! Does Aaron Rodgers want to renegotiate his deal now? Because he got 153, I think. Wowzer! So I'm guessing because they were saying that they were trying to figure out uh, he wanted a contract extension from wherever he was going to end up. That he wanted a new deal. So I'm guessing maybe that Cleveland offered him more money than the other two. That that's my guess. I don't know how else they could have got back into this thing. Again, there's 22. Uh, there's 22 uh, alleged victims in in all of his world. Correct. 22 of that's them. That's a lot. Uh, it's just not a good look for Cleveland. Sorry. It's it's and you know I just saw that Trevor Bauer with the alleged activity that he was in uh, administrative leave uh, just extended. extended to the middle of April. So yep. again, these two teams, it's just you know it's not a good look. It's it's not. I you, promise you, can, Brown fans are celebrating. I'm sure they are. Yeah, I mean, all all all's uh, fair in trying to win a Super Bowl. Apparently, in the NFL. Yep, unbelievable. What's coming up on your show? Got to get into uh, Devonte Adams for sure, and someone needs to uh, sort of give me the 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 positive on this side, and someone needs to turn around and tell me the negative. The negative is probably pretty easy, but what does uh, Stevie surprise me in, in listening to the station all day and? scrolling around on Twitter is is how this is like okay with a lot of Packer fans like this this is it's almost like some Packer fans are trying to justify that well that's okay they'll be fine without him that passing game is not going to be well, that's just because fine without they've him. what been seven and zero. Oh, he's put up big numbers uh, in what six of those seven games I think he's thrown for three touchdowns and 300 yards or something like that I, th- I think that's that's part of the reason why everybody thinks he's going to be fine. And and give me a positive and give me a negative here. And and it's a little more challenging now that the dust has settled a little bit. You know, you've had a little time to sleep on it. The, the Devonte Adams era is over. Those of you and those of you longtime listeners of the station know that uh, you know guys like uh, myself and uh, others, but would would go at it with guys like Gary Ellerson and others. In terms of getting Rodgers more weapons, you, you know that dialogue, everybody. You know where I'm at with that. They should have added to a guy like Adams. <laughs> now, they're not, only, not only did they not add to it, they, they took the one good weapon away. That's a disaster written all over it right now. And there, there's my negative. It is disastrous to lose the best receiver in football. And we can try and justify it, Stevie, in, in, in the long term, and we can try and justify it and what you can do in the draft, and I will wait and reserve 100%. I'm 99%, but I'll reserve 100% judgment till I see what they do with, what, four in the top 60? 
That is a lot of picks. That's a lot of picks. It it provides you opportunities and versatility. You can go out there, and if you peg a player, and I know a lot of names have been thrown around out there. Seattle's kind of retooling. Maybe it is a DK Metcalf or whatever. You can kind of go after, you know, and handpick one of these guys to go after. So I'll wait just a just a tick on that. But my goodness, to 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 lose that weapon. There's two guys in the NFL this year that were unstoppable. Just there were there were a lot of good wide receivers, and we all know it's a passing game. Two legit unstoppable guys. Didn't matter what kind of defense you threw at them, and that was Devonte Adams and Cooper Cup. Those two guys literally had a year where you couldn't stop them. There's nothing you could do about it. That's a tough, tough loss. That's a tough one. Now, the positive, um, someone needs to help me out on this because I'm, I'm a little amazed at how, men, how many Packer fans, Stevie, are so positive. My today. dad was giddy with excitement when I called him last night to tell him they made that trade. Oh, giddy. Goodness. I tell wow. you, he was excited because this is what's happening. I'll give you a little heads up of what's about to happen to you. People call in and will compare this to Brett Favre, Sterling Sharp. That when Sterling Sharp injury happened, that's when Brett Favre took the next step. That's when all of a sudden the ball started getting spread out. He wasn't forcing it just to one guy. And Favre's career took off Mm -hmm. and the offense became better. And when Adams doesn't play, the same thing happens for Rodgers. That is why... Uh, a lot of people are excited, not because they don't think Devontae Adams is awesome. They do. They realize how great he is. But just the two of them together, they think, hamper the Packers' offense, especially when you get to big games and you miss a wide-open Alan Lazard. Well, that's like when you told me in the 90s, that uh, the early 90s, that Michael Jordan, the Bulls were better without Michael Jordan. Yep. Crazy talk. That, 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 Crazy yeah, that talk. Doesn't, you can't take this talent off the team and tell me they're better. Crazy you, talk. You can't do that. Because, again, back then it was Michael, you know, being ball hog Michael, taking a ton of shots or whatever, sure. and the ball not moving and so forth back then. Yeah. That's, that's right. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah, that's but, exactly so right. I, I get it. I get that that is a, an angle that some will, some will take. But I also want to say, uh, you know, the Green Bay Packers, we don't have all the details yet. And Devontae may have just said to Goody and Russ Ball, it doesn't matter what the numbers say, I want out. Yeah, so there, there's reports that one report said they matched it. That was Domofsky, mm-hmm. I think. Schneidman of the Athletic, Matt Schneidman, said they they were willing to offer him more than what he was getting from Oakland, and he still said no, that, that he wanted out. Pelissero said the same thing last night. He said, hey, I'm, I'm hearing that the Packers were going to match every dime of that. Right, and he still said, nope. I'm out. So that so those of you that thought there's another layer to this, those of you that thought Devontae should warrant more than that, keep in mind that he already said he wasn't going to play. It's it's much like uh, here's an equivalent to this, and I'm not comparing the two receivers. Amari Cooper for the Cowboys went over to the uh, Cleveland Browns, who now gets Deshaun Watson. Who now? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, yeah. Now now again. It was a two and a six that Dallas received for a top 10 wide receiver in the last three years. He's been collectively in the last three years a top 10 receiver in all of the NFL. They only get a two and a six. It seems a little cheap. Well, everybody knew that that was going to be a salary cap casualty. So that brought the price down. If everybody knew, including the Las Vegas Raiders, that Devontae wanted out, literally wanted out, didn't that then bring that price down? On the return, yeah, absolutely, of course it did. yeah, of course, yeah, it did, and no it question. Did. So, so I do, I do have to 
you know, give give a little benefit uh, of the doubt to the Green Bay Packers because they might have just literally had their hands cuffed and had to do it. Uh, think about this for a second because it just crossed my mind. So you have the West, right? Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, and Patrick Mahomes. Get ready, Devontae. You don't have Detroit, Minnesota, but, and Chicago but, anymore. But, but hold on. The AFC North now has Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Joe Burrow. <laughs> That's good, too. Oh, oh, my goodness. I mean, the AFC is just stacked, absolutely stacked at this that point. Is. And Baker Mayfield's got to go somewhere now. So we'll see Carolina. where Baker Mayfield goes. Uh, well, yeah. Maybe I mean, Maybe the Saints, even. Uh, the Colts have been another team rumored. True. Seattle has been a team rumored. Uh, as well, because the NFC, again, still relatively open for the most part. Tampa, uh, the Rams, the Packers, without Devonta Adams now, that weakens them a little bit and probably in most people's eyes. So now if you're Seattle and you can get you know a decent quarterback back in there, maybe you can compete. Maybe not Super Bowl, just, but compete at least. All right, what do you got coming up for uh, baseball interviews? Just stunning. The whole Devontae yep. thing, just stunning. No I doubt. I mean, this is, this, is, this is a roundhouse here. We'll, we'll talk about that for sure. And then our buddy uh, Vinny Rotino, as the Brewers get ready to uh, fire up the 22 championship season, their first game today in just a matter of minutes. I have a lineup for you. That's just always a fun thing. Uh, and then uh, Peter Bukowski uh, will talk Devonte Adams a little bit more. Bruce Levine down in Chicago. We've been monitoring this baseball lockout the whole time, so we got to check back in now that the uh, – Lockout is over, and Horvat, a little March Madness conversation, and where this really puts the Green Bay Packers Super Bowl odds at now that there's no Devontae Adams. So just a jam-packed show starting in just a couple of minutes. Can't wait to hear it. He is Tim Allen filling in for Rami. He is next. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good one. Toodles! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 